Hey, what is up, podcast listeners? We are excited you're back with us with Social Small Business. My name is Brooks Gray, and I'm here with... Lee Simkowski. Hey, I really, really like our intro music now. Good. Thank you for changing it. Um, I was hoping it would have been seamless, like... Because we talked last week about how... Yeah, I wasn't. Some, one day our intro is going to be seamless. <laughs> but today is not that week. Uh, but anyway, we're glad you are with us today. It's just uh, me and Lee today. We don't have a guest with us. So, uh, But if you enjoyed... Megan, on our last episode, leave us a note on social media. Let her know that she was a blessing to your life. And we'll have her back. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, today we're going to talk, uh, we tossed around some ideas. We actually had something different on the schedule, I think. And then we decided just to uh, make this a more lighthearted, fun episode. Yeah, so. we're. I mean, we're still talking about social media, continuing the theme of social media this month. But, you know, once... At this time of the month, we're always thinking about content because you're preparing for the next month because we don't plan content six months in advance for social media because things change so often. So we try, you know, internally here to have a plan, but that plan can often be very fluid. So content is heavy on my mind right now. And so I thought, you know what, sometimes business owners or influencers or people. They just don't know where to start with building content. So the title of this episode is Content is King. So what do you mean when you say content is king? Break that down in simplest terms. Don't post just to post. Okay. People don't interact with, and you can go see, um, some businesses want a post every day. Um, And it just is what it is. We can't tell them otherwise so we post but I can show you the difference I can show them the difference between a post just a post and an intentional post and I think that that is um a it, the interaction is just is a huge difference and when you're thinking engagement in, when you think in terms of business too you can put it in terms of like we all have to do things at work sometimes not me I have the best job in the world, so I don't ever feel this way. <laughs> but uh, there's there's usually times where no matter what job we have, there's a few tasks that we aren't in love with, mm-hmm. but we do them because we have we know we have to do them. And when you're doing social media because you feel like you just have to do it, that comes across. That does yourself. come across. So um, what we what we try to do with with the businesses that we work with is breathe life into that content, so it's relatable and engaging, and because um, we don't want it to to put something out there to have one person engage with it, yeah. you know. And a lot of times we'll try to even put ways for somebody to to engage in it or have a link that's trackable or you know something like that but i do have you know a list you know i always can prepare with a list of uh, quality content ideas so you're gonna you're gonna give away just all the good secrets uh you know Mm -hmm. if they're if they're willing to listen to our podcast i'm willing to give it away um so then they're just not going to need us as a marketing <laughs> well i don't know about that <laughs> so some some things that i would consider and have seen i have data to prove it of quality content i would say the number one is humor use humor humor helps a person you know having a bad day they see it they laugh humor is in, it's engaging it's relatable humor is my number one thing why do you uh, you may not have an answer for this but why do you think that is 
I have I have my own theories. Well, tell me your theory. My theory is, man, we live in a world where we are just inundated with bad news and horrible things. Like if you if you turn on cable news at any point or read newspapers, it's going to be bad news all the yeah. time. And I think the humor on social media is just a good break for people almost for a moment. And I think that's why you see so the numbers on social media be so much. I think I saw where the average user spends like 40 or maybe 50, 53 minutes uh, on TikTok per session or something. I believe and, that. Uh, it's like, so people are spending almost an hour on TikTok laughing at dumb videos. Mm-hmm. And I think it's almost this mental vacation for people. It kind of is. Like, the, if you go look at my text thread with my best friend, it is all like, I mean, we have to talk about our kids some, but there are so many memes and TikTok videos that are just funny. Like there was one I sent her yesterday about um, it was a lady running out in a unicorn uh, blow up costume. And she, she's like, find a friend that'll um, not ask questions when you say, bring a shovel and wear a disguise. And I'm like, <laughs> I found that really funny. And so I sent it to, to my friend and I, we have a lot of our text chains like that. And it's, it brings so much levity to your day. There's also a good uh, thing to point out with that example, because as you're explaining it, I'm thinking, I don't, I don't think I would find that funny, but <laughs> not everybody's going to find your content funny. No. Humor is very subjective. It is. And, but there, and there's always somebody you can relate to though. So that I related to, cause I'm like, if I called Emily and I said, bring a shovel and wear a costume, I'll show up and she'll come out with a shovel and a costume and then she'll get in the car and be like, where are we going? You know? No yeah. questions asked. So I think that I related to just because of the nature of our friendship. Um, but that's like number one for me is just provide that that level of levity for people and, and then they'll engage with you. Um, embrace your, your quirky side, your weird side. If you're a, a travel agent or you're an, an insurance agent, you work solo, or even if you're a company, like find that niche that um, – that, it relates to your quirky or weird side, you know, and I think it's not a shame to show that. I think people always feel like things need to be polished mm-hmm. and social media, your content does not need to be polished. Yeah. And that quirky and weirdness is something we all have. Yeah. Like as individuals, as businesses. And I think it's just a relief to some people to think I'm, I'm not the only weird person. Right. Like Megan loves cats. I can't necessarily relate to that, but there's a lot of people who do. And we talked about that on the, that, that could be a hot button issue right there. I mean, you just basically <laughs> you said people who like cats are weird and quirky. No, I know I'm saying that's her quirk is that she posts a lot about her cats. And I think that that I, I find it humorous and engaging, but other people may not. Yeah. Um, then another thing is one thing that I've tell people across the board, no matter if you're an individual or business is always be authentic and genuine with your content. The, if you put out, like you said, if you put out content just to put out content, it's going to shine through. So um, if you are not in the mood to post that day or you're supposed to do a video or a live or something and you're not feeling it, don't do it. Cause you have to be your authentic self for it to actually work yeah and honestly that i feel like the whole be authentic uh topic could be in a whole episode in and of itself Mm -hmm. because i have a lot of thoughts on that myself um because when you say be authentic 
I have a sneaking suspicion that there a lot of people don't even know what that means. Probably and so, not. And what we see a lot of is people thinking they're being authentic, but it's almost this false form of authenticity. It's weird. I've I've seen that recently on social and it's like these long posts about you know, I, I've done this and that and I've sacrificed this and that. And it's almost like they're trying to tell you how much they've done, but they want to pat on the back at the same yeah. time. It's, I, you know, what kind of post I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. And those, those are not authentic. That's not you being your authentic. And self. also, uh, even on the flip side of that with, um, you know, people may just be saying something like, I'm just trying to keep it real. You know, I'm trying to be real. And it's like, no, you're not. You're just trying to be a jerk. Like, and, and you're trying Yeah, people to, do use that as so, an excuse. They do, for sure. So that whole, that could be a whole episode, I feel like. And maybe I, I've talked about authenticity so much with our team, even, and with these brands and how I don't want them to come across as um, not genuine. And so it's something that we work on daily. Mm-hmm here with our brands is making sure that everything that we put out, whether it's informational or funny or whatever, that that's, we get to know them first so that their posts are authentic. It is, it's like, it's any new relationship. Like when we first start working with people, you have to get to know them like you would get to know somebody you're dating. Um, You don't automatically know their sense of humor right off the bat, but as you grow in that, then you can, you, the longer you're with a client, the more authentic you can be. Yeah. And I think that's why it works with Lakeway Auto is because we're going on, you know, seven years. Yeah, and there's there's two. There's some of those as a, you know, as we are an agency. There are some personalities of business owners that we just mesh with a little mm-hmm. more. And, you know, we love all of our clients, but sometimes some of our clients, it's a matter of just our own personality. We're able to let our own personality shine, shine through. through a lot of that content yeah. and others, you know, we have to kind of refocus it and, mm-hmm. and remember it's not about, you know, what, what we, wanna we say. want to say. Yeah. But it's what our, the client wants and how do we best reflect. And them. some of them have to be more polished. Like, you know, these healthcare providers, they need to be a more serious and, mm-hmm. um, informational. And so those are some of the more polished, brands that we represent and as they should be so i don't i don't know that i would want to go um to a doctor that was always goofing off i think it's okay to show some personality but not the hundred percent like that but moving on uh, make the content useful you know these um how-to videos i mean you told me about that on youtube they're just really popular you know if i these i mainly in Maybe your wife would relate to this, but I struggle with doing my kids' hair. I've never known really how to do my hair. My wife does not struggle with that at all. Okay, well, I I did. And so I actually go to TikTok and Reels and search hairstyles. And every morning I'll pull up that video and I'll set it up and I'll do my girl's hair based on that video. So that resonates with me. Mm-hmm. And so um, these how-to videos, I think, are really um, engaging because for that reason. And the how-to videos that are married with the short-form content oh, yeah. are just a match made in heaven. They are. Because people don't want to spend a ton of time. Like the the YouTube video side of things kind of got to a point where it was like, 
here's a four minute introduction where I talk nothing about solving the problem. Mm -hmm. And then I'll finally get to it. And like, it's so frustrating because you're just skipping through thinking, just tell me how to do it. But the short form content that you see with reels and TikTok videos and stuff like that, it's quick. It's to the point. It's not, there's not a lot of fluff. It's just, here's how you do this. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I, as a designer myself, I follow several, several designers online and I'm, I'm learning illustrator tips all the time, stuff that I'm just like, I never would have known that it existed had I not just seen it within 30 seconds. You know? Yeah. And I, I really appreciate people that are willing to put out like, I mean, what we're doing right now is we're giving you those tips, but I'm really, I really appreciate people taking the time to show other people how to do something and i think too we could this this also could be another one of those episodes it's a standalone episode but just to get real practical for a minute um what could that look like so for instance if you are a uh, let's say you're a baker and you have you make bread maybe you show a video of how you make um how to make a certain type of bread like that's just quick you don't mm-hmm. go into a ton of details it's just few short clips from here's the ingredients put together uh, baked and here's the final result yeah type of thing so there's there's different ways within every industry and every knit niche that um that you could post those types of videos and i think that that's probably other than humor that would be like my favorite content as an individual if you can do those how-to videos humorously that's then you're they're safe, 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 safe. Another thing that works really well is inspirational content, positive content, um, instead of anything going on a rant about something doesn't usually uh, work like a personal rant, you know. Um, I've seen a lot of those lately too about they're talking about masks coming back. Well, okay. But if if I can break up that news feed with something positive, then I'm probably going to get more engagement. Yeah. Um, and then I've said this probably 18 times is use real people. Don't use graphics. Use graphics when you have to. But if you can use real people in your post, that's going to get way more um, engagement. But the lastly on my, you know, tips here is strategically time the post. L- research when your audience is on. Um, look and see what, what time that platform, like there's all kinds of tools out there that tell you it's when the best time to post on TikTok or Facebook or whatever, use those tools and don't just get lackadaisical about it. Be consistent with it. Your posting, be consistent with your posting, with your timing. And also don't forget to use hashtags, like play on something that's happening. Like the, the Maui fires. I, I was watching TikTok, um, trying to get inspiration for content last night. And there was a guy that, you know, was documenting the pro the Maui fires. And I ended up watching like five of his videos just because of that one that was shown to me. I went back to his profile and I ended up watching them um, because it was Maui, the Maui fires are trending. And so I think you can use trending content like that. There was an explosion in Nashville, of natural gas that blew up. At, was it a football player's house? I think a Tennessee Titan or something. But somebody, somebody did a video about that, just like, hey, be aware of natural gas. And um, it had, it was like the first video that the guy had ever posted. (laughs) They got that much interaction. It's because he played on what was trending. Mm -hmm. Not that he was trying to, because that was a tragedy, but it was what was trending. 
And uh, the huge, the elephant in the room that we have not mentioned, we have mentioned it through this whole discussion, but I feel like we need to name it, is short form video. Mm-hmm. Like there's, at this point, there's no getting around it. No. Like it's gone are the days of just posting an image or posting, a, making a text post. Um, people aren't interested in seeing that as much. There, there'll still be some that'll get engagement, but um, as much video as you can put out there, I think is going to benefit you in the long run. Absolutely. And make sure you record it in, um, what, what would you call that? Vertically portrait, portrait. portrait. I'm not obviously not a videographer, so make sure you record that in portrait mode because the videos that aren't watched are the ones that are recorded the other landscape. way landscape thank yep. you <laughs> Side, <laughs> sideways and up and down yeah there you go <laughs> that's my that's my terminology so um when you're doing those short form form videos make sure you do it appropriately uh and i also want to add I, as you were mentioning this topic i kind of told you i would let you run with it and i would just jump in here and there but i jotted down a few notes and one that i think would be important for people to pay attention to coming in the days of head head and uh, you know the last few months of 2023 and into 2024 is if you are a retailer or if you sell a service of, or probably more of a retail type product based industry, um, social commerce is mm-hmm. booming. It is. Um, and, and all I mean by that is when you're watching, when you're on social media, you have a button that's like buy now yep. or, or shop now. Like, if you're not doing that and you're selling product, you're missing a huge opportunity to make you a are. bunch of revenue. You are. And you can, this is not, it can be overwhelming to get started on this, but all you have to do is go to that business center. And what I mean by that is like business.facebook or business.instagram or business.tiktok or I think it's tiktok slash business. But, um, and it gives you a guide on how to mm-hmm. set up that shop and that e-commerce shop. So don't be overwhelmed. Give they they walk you through it. Yeah, and uh, there's so many times I click on Amazon links. Like I'll see, a, I'll be scrolling through Instagram and see a product, and think that's cool. And then it's got the little shop now button, and so I hit it, and, and it's it an takes Amazon me straight store. to it. Takes me straight to it. I can see the price, and if I wanted to buy it, I could. Um, but I think I'd mentioned last week that TikTok it was the first social platform to to reach a. Was it a billion? Mm-hmm. A billion in sales for the first quarter. So let, that that brings me in. That's a really good segue into this viral. And I know you have other things. But when Oliver Anthony, the guy who sings Rich Men North of Richmond, came out with that song, there was a individual who sold hats. And he put on the hat something from the song. And he ended up, I mean, I, I was watching him last night too. He's like this is the most hats I've ever sold ever. And he, and he's just an individual doing it out of his house. So he did two things. He used the short form video to, to show the hat being made with, Mm -hmm. with Oliver Anthony singing in the background and he played on current events. Right. So it's no wonder he went viral. I mean, there, I don't think there's any, there's certain things you can do, but really I think viral is luck. But honestly, too, that's a shift of mindset for a lot of people because we will take in that content. We'll watch something, but we never process like, how can I use that to 
to make money off of that sort of right. thing. And, there, and that's not, you don't want to do that for everything. Like if there's a, uh, going back to the Maui fires, you don't want to set up a way to just, how do I get rich off the Maui fires? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking more like, how can you, if you're a hat maker and something goes viral, how can, how can you do something to boost your sales? Right. Just like and, that um, make America great again with Trump, it's ended up everywhere and people sold a lot of merch yeah. with make America great again. So just being aware of those opportunities yeah, um, and thinking, I could do that, boom. It's a mindset. It's definitely a mindset when you're an entrepreneur that you can, okay, how can I monetize this? And that guy, and I I wish I'd kept his name so I could tell you, um, you could go look at it. I'll find it and send it to you later. Um, But he, it was crazy. He was posting videos of all these boxes of hats that he was shipping out and more orders. And he said more orders than he could out of his house? Yeah. He was taking them to his local post he wasn't office. Like drop shipping them? No, he was making every hat, and he and he was taking them to his local post office. And you, he took a video of them in the post office, yeah. and there were like pallets wow. of boxes to be sent out. And he's like, "Hey guys, I've got like a hundred thousand messages. I can't respond to them all. I'm sorry." Yeah. So there you go. Then he brings in the authenticity. Hey, I'm not going to respond to you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't send me a message because I can't right. respond. I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. And so he just had every, and he, and this wasn't even intentional by him that selling the hats was, yeah. but he never, I mean, he didn't expect that hoped maybe for it. He probably had to scale his business very quickly. Well, yeah. Figure out ways to scale. He probably had to buy a new machine after making all those hats. <laughs> so um, Harvard did, talking about viral, Harvard, Harvard did a study in 2016 that estimated only one in a million pieces of content would go viral. What, what classifies as viral? Is there like a specific threshold? Yeah, I think it's the first 24 hours. And yeah, I mean, we can Google it. Um, yeah. But it's like so many views in the first 24 gotcha. hours. So and then another thing, another stat I had I wanted to share is there's five billions of items of content per day on Facebook. Five billion. That's a lot. That's a lot. So for your content to even resonate with somebody is a big deal. But I want to I want to hit on that viral thing for just a second mm-hmm. because I, I don't want businesses to get in their heads like, um, well, it's not worth my time because I'm not getting four million views. It is worth your like, time. In, instead of t- thinking in terms of like viral, like millions of views, think in terms of like what's viral for you. Yeah. If you're, if you're posting something that normally gets. 10 likes let's say and then all of a sudden you post something and it gets a hundred likes that's a big deal that's a huge deal so and that should be applauded so what did you do different yeah yeah absolutely so I, i think you're right to scale that down to a small business because there's so many times that you might get one like and you're like what am i doing wrong yeah We'll try something different and whatever works, keep doing it. And it goes back to that whole, you know, time of day, know your audience. And uh, if you're not using analytics, uh, analytics is so boring for a lot of people. I get it. Um, You don't want to sit and look at numbers, but honestly, it will help you so much in determining when to post, what you should post, what topics, what are those things that people sort of gravitate towards? And it takes out all the guesswork. Um, not all the guesswork, but it takes out a lot right. of the guesswork. And I know everybody, everybody wants to go viral. If you're creating content, you want to go viral because you've worked hard on building an audience and producing that engagement. But truly, you know, I would focus on your, um, your local audience, mm-hmm. the, the, your, your, where you are or who you sell to. Uh, but also 
what are you going to do if you do go viral? <laughs> that's that's the next question. But it's in seriousness, like um, let's say uh, this this hat guy that's selling these hats, if he just goes viral and sells a bunch of hats and has a no other plan after that, his sales are going to drop off that's right. tremendously. Yeah. And I bet he'll end up doing if I if I were him, and I bet because he he appeared to be a pretty smart guy is he'll continue to play on the things that are viral. Exactly. Well, uh, but also how it may be a a pivot in your own business and how you do things. Like you may have thought we're focused here as a business. And then all of a sudden you realize, wait, there's a lot more interest in this area. Mm -hmm. What if we just sort of pivoted a little bit, not completely stop what we're doing, but just changed our focus. So I, I think going back to when we, we talk about, social we talk about small business the small business owner should keep a fluid mindset yeah and if you don't have that fluid mindset it could be holding you back yep so okay so you tell me i know what my top two favorite internet videos are do you what are yours oh man i don't know this this would be a hard one for me um, i know mine right off the bat you think about yours i'll tell them mine okay do you remember the cat lawyer video where during COVID court oh, was being, yeah, yeah, court was being held on via zoom. And this poor attorney had like, I guess his granddaughter or something was using zoom and it put a cat filter on. So when he signed on, he was a cat and his response was judge. I promise I'm not a cat. <laughs> and that cracked me up because I'm like, duh, we know you're not a cat, but it was also so relatable at the time because we were all having to do Zooms and the filters. I mean, it wasn't easy to be like, okay, how do I get this filter or this background? Like we were all adjusting. So that video is one of my favorites, but my most favorite is Back It Up Terry. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the fireworks. <laughs> the fireworks. Poor Terry was in his chair and he <laughs> and the fireworks went off and that guy said, back it up, Terry. And now you see back it up, Terry, on T-shirts. Poor, Mr. Terry got a new chair after that. Nice. He, there was crowdsourcing for money to buy him a new chair because his reverse actually was broken. Oh. So that's why he couldn't move away from the fireworks. And Mr. Terry got himself a wheelchair accessible van all from that video. Every 4th of July, if you follow me, you will see Back It Up Terry on my Facebook page. <laughs> um, I I really don't know that I have a favorite, honestly. Really? Yeah, like uh man. Do you consume social videos the way that I do? I don't think you do. I don't. I mean, I I I'll, I'll watch some my my social video uh intake consists mostly of I have like two or three friends that will send content to and so like when I get a message from them, I'll look at what they sent me and laugh at it. And then I may, you know, scroll down and see a few more and that I'll send back to them. So none of them like sticking your head and are memorable for you. Um, probably recently the one that I, I sh- I think I showed you a few weeks ago with the guy that had the gap in his teeth. Oh yes. And, uh, stupid stuff like that. And then he didn't have an eyebrow. Yeah. That one. <laughs> oh, yeah. I sent you a piece of marketing. Uh, that was pretty good. Oh, you meant the the video, the video of the guy. Yeah. 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 yeah that was, but there was a, there was a song playing with it. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. That was a good one. So the top, um, 
speak going back to viral the the most viewed and this is why I don't want you to get discouraged because the most viewed content comes from famous people and it's because they are the most followed so you've got people like here I'll just name a few in the top 10 Cristiano Ronaldo was number one on Instagram followers I'm like what how and and you reminded me well soccer is big everywhere you know it may not be like the number one sport in the United States but it's big everywhere Selena Gomez is number two on the list and I'm like, That's what? A, that seems like a that, random one. That is so surprising. But also in the top 10, you have people like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I don't find him interesting at all, but apparently a lot of people do. Um, Kylie Jenner, which is no surprise because of um, her influencer status and her businesses. And If you put up a picture of five girls and had her on it i don't know that i could pick her out <laughs> well like, i don't even know like who she is you're but. not her target audience i don't think <laughs> uh, yeah. and then of course justin bieber taylor swift all those though they're in the top 10 as well yeah so I, so don't get discouraged um with your content focus on that local audience absolutely uh well with that do you have any closing thoughts or does that kind of wrap it up? For no, you? just go watch that cat lawyer and back it up Terry video. And I promise you it'll make your day. Um, if you don't know what back it up Terry video she's talking about, go follow Lee on social media, Facebook, Instagram, that sort of thing. And she will post it next July, <laughs> next July. <laughs> so uh, with that, we hope uh, you have a great rest of the week and uh, thanks for tuning in. We can't wait to see your business grow. God bless. <laughs>